the undeniable podcast where it can't be disputed or denied what God has done and what he will continue to do. Hi, it's April 25th, I think. Uh, welcome to the Undeniable Podcast. I'm Russ. We're here with me, myself, my wife, Clarissa, and go ahead and tell us who you are. I'm uh, Russ's aunt, Merlinda, and, uh, and Clarissa's aunt, <laughs> And I'm here to just talk about the goodness of the Lord and how good he's been to me, and it's just uh, it's just been a really... Really great ride with the Lord. There's nothing better. All right. And I'm really excited about this podcast because originally when I came up with this podcast, you were one of the first people that came to mind mm. to do this because I know you've been around for a lot of years and you've seen a lot and mm-hmm. you've seen things that I've never seen in my right. time. So right. I'm really excited to have you, honestly. And, um, you know, like I said, feel free to take the liberty you want. Tell us what you want. I know we got some questions, but... Go ahead and go by the questions and I'll, okay. I'll just tell you. And like I said, the, the, the floor will be yours. So question number one was, at what age and year did you come to the Lord? And how long have you been serving the Lord? Okay, I came to the Lord when I was 25. Wow. And um, and it's been 40 years this last month. Oh, wow. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I know this last this last cool. month uh, on May 4th, I mean on March 4th, I was, um, I got the Holy Ghost. Wow. So it's been 40 years and it's been, it's been quite the ride. And, and you know, I'm just, uh, just so excited about the Lord. I, I've always been excited about the Lord, but, you know, and I, I, I teach Sunday school and, and I tell the kids it's been, um, it's just, um, it's been great. I mean, it's it's been great, and I just can't say enough about the Lord. And, and I know that, you know, everybody goes through trials, but, you know, I know that trials help you uh, grow. Right. right. And, and what you're going through, you're like, oh, <laughs> what's going on here? You know, where's the Lord? Where is he? Where is he? But, right. but you know, he's there, and he's watching, and, and you grow from your trials. And it's it's been it's been great. And, I mean, there's there's things in life that you... You wish never happened, you know. Right. You, it, you you have a a really hard time at times, but uh, man, I thank the Lord because you know uh, we've had so many so many health issues in my family and whatnot. From you know we might get into that a little bit later, but um, the Lord's been with us. Yes. And and if if our family serves the Lord, the Lord makes a way and and He brings us through through health issues and just different things and I'm just I'm just so grateful to the Lord because he just he's just been so good to my family right. I mean even the people that don't serve the Lord he's still been good to them because right. you know we're constantly in prayer for them and right. that's why I'm so excited about Irene and Tavo um, brother Tavo well, you know I'm used to call him Irene and Tavo um, Pastor Tavo and, uh, and Sister Irene um, I'm glad that they're they're doing this, and I'm glad they opened a church. I'm so glad because I know that maybe, maybe with this pandemic thing going on, maybe people will turn around and think about things, and maybe they'll come to to know that you know time's getting close, and right. eternity might be getting close, and you right. know maybe they'll think about coming here and enjoying the presence of the Lord, and yeah. right. 
Um, anyway, so it's been 40 years, and it's been it's been quite the ride, and I love the Lord, and um, so you want to ask me something else? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, with the pandemic and everything, you know, and that's like you're right. Everybody is searching for God, whether you believe or not. You see a lot of unbelievers now are searching, and it's a good thing. Right. Well, I mean, the pandemic, not exactly, but, you know, that it's opened up hearts and minds to search right. for God, you know, and whether they come here or, you know, somewhere else. To find a church in general is big yes. right now. So, you know, hopefully, you know, that's what something, come, something good comes out of it, you know. Yeah, I was, ta I was talking to Heather and Courtney earlier, and, and we were talking about the pandemic and everything. And, and I go, well, way back 40 years ago, you know, they used to tell us about the Lord's coming and the mark of the beast and, mm -hmm. you know, all these things. And and now it's like, we're there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Because we have the phones. Right. You know, they can they, they know where we're at. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Technology is there. Uh, the vaccines, you know, when they decide mm -hmm. to, maybe they want to, you know, put the mark in there with the grain of rice. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, they have a reason to do it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you need vaccine. But you know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, get crazy or nothing. But you know, yeah. you, now it's now it's so close mm -hmm. that if they could close down the whole country right. in a matter of days, mm. why can't why can't you uh, why can't the Lord come right now? Yeah. You know, yeah. why why can't we think about maybe we should be ready? Right. Yeah. Because the government is taking over the people. Yeah. It's yeah. telling us what to, to do, them. even churches. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it's a constitution thing. that we should be able to have church. Right. And now we gotta not have church. Right. You know, but um, they're they're running the. Doesn't matter what the constitution says anymore. Yeah. It matters what the government says, though. So. Yeah, and if you look up constitution, I know that it's been changed over a few times. Anyway, you say it won't yeah. change, and it hasn't been, but it has been. You know, and. That's I don't want to get into all that. <laughs> well, it could it could get really long. <laughs> My head just keeps going right. and going. So right. yeah, just with history and everything. No, I understand. Yep. Um, who's been the biggest godly influence in your life, and what's the best advice you've ever received? Oh well, um, I think the biggest influence um, would be Connie Morales, all right. and that's because she's uh, she's. Sister Martha Dominguez's sister, mm -hmm. right. and her and her husband brought us to the Lord 40 years ago, mm -hmm. and she started having us over, like all the time, you know, because we were new in the Lord, and mm -hmm. you know, she, and I, I had never met anybody like her. I had never be, met anybody that was willing to feed you all the time, and you know, talk to you, and love you, and, and treat you like family, and right. it was just, uh, it was just so amazing to just like, uh, made me want to be like her, mm -hmm. and and I was so thankful to meet them. Uh, um, I know one day before we got the card on our door, um, I finally got on my knees, and I didn't really know the Lord. I mean, my mom and dad woke us up early Sunday mornings, and they sent us to church while they were getting over their hangovers, <laughs> <laughs> and they gave us a, a quarter for um, offering. Right. So for a long time, Carla and I, we went to church, you know, we walked to church over there, and mm -hmm. and we walked back home. Well, we didn't really walk back home. We spent our quarter at the store, <laughs> and we bought us all kinds of goodies, because you could buy a lot of goodies with the quarter then. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, I didn't really know the Lord, but 
Man, my life was so jacked up. It was so messed up for a while there, you know. Um, things that went on in my life and the people that were around me and the drugs and the uh, drinking and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and man, I had friends that would actually put drugs in my drinks and things like that. I landed up in the hospital and, you know, it was, it was just a crazy, crazy life. And I finally got on my knees and I said, you know, God, I don't really know you, who you are. But I need you, you know. I right. I need to I need to have you in my life, right? Because I need a change, and if I don't get a change, I don't know what I'm gonna do, right? And um, <laughs> it's really funny, but like the the next day, I got a card on my door, and it was a card for a church, and it was a card for a Bible study. Yeah, and I was like, wow, and um. So I called the number, of course, mm -hmm. and that happened to be Brother Sonny, Sister Connie's uh, husband, mm -hmm. and another guy named Brother Javier. He has a church somewhere in Denver. And, um, and they came, and they gave us Bible studies for a year. Wow. Of course, we went to their church before we, because they'd start from the beginning, mm -hmm. and the beginning of the Bible, so... Um, so for about a year we took Bible studies, but in the meantime we, we went to church and we got, um, well, Emmanuel went a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And um, I got the Holy Ghost in. I remember the night I got the Holy Ghost, it was so great <laughs> because, you know, I didn't know enough about it because we hadn't had that teaching yet. Right. Mm. But I said, man, these people are nuts here. <laughs> I don't think I ever want to go back. But then, you know, I went to that altar and I cried and the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost, and I didn't even really know how to get it or what to do or, you know, yeah. anything. But the presence of the Lord was there, and I couldn't yeah. I couldn't refute that, you know. And and um, I remember walking home because our car broke down at the church. Wow. It was a storefront church. Mm -hmm. And it was way on the top of the hill. I don't know if you know Washington. Yes. Uh, 50-something in Washington, 58th, I think. Okay, they yeah. have a bunch of storefronts there, Wendy's, right mm -hmm. by the yeah. highway. Yeah. And it broke down right there. And uh, we had to walk all the way down the hill, but it was a big hill. You know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And we were with his brother, um, Brother Manuel's brother. And um, I go, I got the Holy Ghost. I was so excited. Wow. And he goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> and, and I go, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I was speaking in tongues. I know I got the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, you didn't. But, you know, the whole way home, he was trying to tell me, no, I didn't get the Holy Ghost. But mm -hmm. I had something. But anyways, you know that it just uh, brings back memories to to her, and then and then Sunny introduced us to his wife, and she took over from there, you know, and and um, Sister Carla and Sister Trish, and well, we all ended up getting saved. They got saved a little later, but you know, um, she fed us. I mean, she fed us uh, spiritual food and food, and and she just treated us like family, and it was just. It was so amazing. I mean, so amazing to meet people of God. Right. Because, you know, when you're in a predicament like I was, um, um, man, you had a pretty rough family and pretty rough life, and and I got involved in all that. And, um, I won't go there right now. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, so it was good to meet some people like that. And, and uh, right. she was a great influence in my life. And, and um, and of course, Sister Martha. Of course, she's been mm -hmm. she's been good to me too, and uh, mm -hmm. Brother Dominguez. But 
You know, um, just to meet people of God, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, and, and you find out through service to the Lord that uh, uh, people aren't perfect. No, they're it's not. True. Oh. Well, in fact, I heard the other day that, you know, you find the most sinners in church. True. Well, of course you do. That's why they're there, right? Uh, what I mean. are they going over there to, to get fixed, right? Right. So, of course, you meet, you meet a lot of sinners in church. Uh, but, you know, I thank the Lord that He's changed our lives and He's moved us to a better place. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I think we'd be six feet under right now. The, the way we were headed, we would have been six feet under. I mean, not because I was doing anything wrong, but I was in the wrong place at the wrong time all the time. Right. You know, so many times we were, we were shot at and, you know, yeah. um, we were shot at many times. <laughs> um, or we got there right when somebody was shot at and we mm -hmm. had to take them to the hospital or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so many, so many bad memories. But, you know, um, the Lord was with us and uh, I believe that he, man, did he make a difference in our lives. Right. And... And I'm so thankful that, you know, it don't matter. You know, it don't matter. People say, oh, well, you got to do this and you got to do that. And you know what? It don't even matter what you got to do because you're out in the world half-dressed and half-naked and, and uh, spitting, you know, uh, <laughs> bad language. And, you know, you're just, you're just doing whatever you want, being crazy and mm -hmm. taking drugs and making yourself more crazy. And mm -hmm. um, why not? Why not give up a few things to make you a better person? Yeah, give that a chance. If you can give all that a chance, and why not God, you know? Oh, goodness. Right. What about the uh, advice that you were given? Oh, back then or just whatever. It could be back then. It could be recently. Whatever. Well, it's just like um, I've heard people say, don't turn back. Right. Yeah. And, you know, all the time that I've heard that said, well, I always said to myself, well, what do I have to turn, turn back to? That's a good, that's a good question. What is there to turn back to? What is there to turn back to? You know, my mm -hmm. life was so messed up, and right. it um, there's nothing to turn back to. And, right. And you that are out there, your life's life's pretty messed up sometimes at times too. So mm -hmm. why don't you just give it a better, better opportunity, a better, mm -hmm. a better life, better life, yeah. better chance, yes. definitely, yes. better chance for eternity too. Yeah. I think you know people that do serve God right now. You know, I do have fear, but at the same time, you know, it's a good fear knowing that God can come and I think it's a fear that puts you in a place that you need to be ready and I think that more than ever people that are serving God are hopefully hopefully that we're ready to go at any time you know whether it's by death or whether God comes you know and uh, it's just like you said you know there's not really nothing to look back to especially now you know it's only about looking forward and no, that's, that's the only way you can go right now. You know, so yeah. no, that's that's good. I never really thought about what can you turn back to. I ain't got nothing to turn back to. I was a kid when I came to the Lord, and I know it was messed up then, you know, and it's really messed up now here, you know, this day and age. So there's there's not, nothing really you can go back to, you know. Give God a chance and just keep moving forward. Um, so... Is there any songs or songs that helped you through good or bad times? Do you have any suggestions? I know there's probably a lot. I know when I was little, I know I used to sing a lot, and sometimes I still sing those by myself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one day at a time. One of my favorites. Um, I would ask you to sing, but <laughs> uh, I, just, I just remember a lot of the music that you used to play, and I remember you singing a lot, and you know, it had, like I said, you've had an impact in my life, you know, and I, I appreciate that, you know, it comes, you know, there's a game that they call Six Degrees of Separation of Kevin Bacon, well, if you look at it, everybody that's come down the line, you're talking about Sister Connie, you know, brought you to the Lord, you brought me, my mom, aunts, uncles, onto my wife, her family, you know, it, it all connects at a point, and I'm, right. I appreciate it. I look, I look through the church and I say, yeah. wow, I had a part in, a lot. in most of the church, right? Yeah. in most of the church, one way or another. So. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a just, big family tree. I'm just so thankful because, you know, um, because serving the Lord is not just saying, I'm going to go to church and, you know, I'm going to be good. Right. It's, no. it's, um, it's seeking the Lord. And it's bringing people to the Lord, and it's loving people, and mm-hmm. it's 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 just um, especially seeking the gifts and seeking the Lord, and uh, the Lord has so much for us, and and it's our it's our duty to not sit in the bench and and to seek the the gifts because He gave them to us, and they're ours, and right. and and He put us here on earth to be Him. Right. So how can we be Him? By having his gifts, by by exploring the gifts, and um, by praying for people, and yeah. praying through, through the Holy Ghost, and mm-hmm. that's like my favorite thing in the whole world. That's one of the questions: is <laughs> is helping somebody at the altar to receive from God. It's a good feeling when they receive it. Yeah, and and, and uh, because it takes it takes some faith to receive the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Right. It takes some faith to let the Lord take your tongue, because the Bible calls it an un- unruly evil. Right. It can start fires, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. and you know to let the Lord take your tongue, and to see the Lord take that tongue and mm-hmm. and get it to worship and mm-hmm. speak in a different language, and mm-hmm. it's it's so amazing that mm-hmm. just how the Lord can use you, right. how the Lord can use you to lay hands on somebody and see them healed, and mm-hmm. you know it's and in the gifts of the Spirit were. The Lord uses you to speak to the church, and uh, yeah. that's so amazing in itself that that the Lord can come in and speak His own words through you. I mean, right. it's just it, it's a mind blower. <clears throat> mm-hmm. right. I, I know, I know you you're used in that way, and I know the first time I heard it, you know, I was like, man, what? I mean, I was already had the Holy Ghost and everything. I didn't understand what was going on, and I was like, yeah, how does how does that work? But, you know, after you read about it and, you know, it's a gift from God and that he uses you to speak to the church and the, you know, gift of prophecy and, you know, just to acknowledge what was going on to, you know, just make sure that, you know, he's he's in line with what was preached that day right. is, is a great thing. You know, it's honestly something I desired later on in life, you know, and maybe I'll get it. You know, I have to desire it. So, you know, someday. But, no, I I agree, you know. Some of the gifts are amazing. You know, uh, let me just tell you one thing that that happened. That we were at uh, the Bates Church, mm-hmm. and um, there were a bunch of Russians that came in for service, mm-hmm. and um, and the Lord used me in tongues, and He used me really heavy duty, and all the people were listening, and I was like, "Well, why isn't He interpreting the tongues?" Right, and He didn't. Mm. 
And then when service was over, all these Russian people came to me and they said, you told us the plan of salvation yeah. in Russian. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know, amazing. right? I remember that. I think I was and, maybe And 10. I was like, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the, in, yeah. back in the early 1900s, Yes. That's how the people were being used. They were able right. to speak in different languages to the right. people and mm-hmm. through through time period. But, you know, that was pretty amazing to me. Yeah. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you spoke That's in amazing. Russian. You told us we need to be baptized in Jesus' name <laughs> and that we needed the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. And you said something about Acts 2.38. And, right. I mean, yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, I remember that as a kid. And I think we were actually talking to Clarissa about that and, how it's it's amazing because God can, you know, use you in tongues that you don't know what's being said, but you know, maybe there's somebody there that does. somebody there that needs it that right. you know needs to understand, and you know, it's a great thing. I know we kind of got off subject. I know it's it's, it's all good, but that's what this is about. Um, I asked you about songs and songs, all the songs and music that you would you know through good times through bad times, and if you, you favorite know, songs, yeah. Uh, one of my favorites right now is uh, He Knows Your Name. Yes. Because I always got to think about that and how, gee, he knows my name. Yeah. You know, when I'm feeling down and in despair, mm-hmm. he says, the song says, he knows your name. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's been a time or two, like, you know, I was I was depressed one day. I went to church and, and, and I was like, well, Merlinda, you know, my mom and dad always said Merlinda, you know. They, it was always a bad name, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said to myself, well, maybe I'm not that nice, that good of a person, so maybe people should start calling me Mary. Mm-hmm. And I testified about it. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and, then, and then I heard the Lord say, Merlinda, Merlinda, <laughs> really loud in church. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, looking around, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't need to change my name. The Lord knows my name. But, you know, uh, the Lord's real. Yeah. He's real. If you let him speak to you, he's real. Yes. Oh, man, you'll hear him audibly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, anyways, and, and the warrior is a child. Warrior is a child. Is that by... I can't remember. I know I it's by Twilight Paris. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, you used to sing that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. That was one of my favorites. And, you know, I've been listening to it a, lo- a lot lately because, you know, sometimes we're just... We're down, and you know we need to realize that you know a warrior's a child. Yeah. Sometimes we we go to those places where you know we get on our knees and we cry, and cry yeah. because we don't understand what's going on in our lives and what's going on with the Lord and just mm-hmm. you know and uh, and you know what's what's so great about that now it really touches my heart because uh, Sister Martha's nephew came to church a while back, mm-hmm. and he came to church and and he just touched my heart so greatly. Because he went downstairs when we had the, you know, when we go downstairs before mm-hmm. the, before our church service, and um, and he went straight up to me and he gave me the biggest hug and I was like, whoa, you know what? What's this about? You know, because it was really a big hug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and he would not let me go, and he says, Sister Melinda, I want you to know that I was in the army. And I was at war. Hmm. And I had such a hard time sometimes. And he said, and I want to tell you that I I would get on my knees and I would see you carrying that stereo up to the front of the church. Yeah, I remember 
And I would hear you sing that song. Right. And he said, Sister Melinda, you saved my life mm. with that song. He said, and, and I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, you don't know when, how you can touch a person's life. You just don't know. Yeah. So it was. Um, it was. It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. He said. He said that song just saved my life so many times. Mm. You know, because I was at war and and I saw a lot of things and mm. and it was tough. Yeah. And I'd go back to seeing you walk up that stereo singing that song, yeah. and I was like, wow, yeah. you know. But anyway, that that song's really good. And then I like the Waymaker, of course. The Waymaker's right. really good. Yeah. Cause he makes a way, mm -hmm. and I like not afraid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you know you walk through the water and you make it through. You walk through the rivers. Right. Yeah. You walk through fire. Right. I mean, you make it through. Right. You can. I mean, like they walked on water. The apostle. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still trying to gain enough faith to try it on my own one day. Walking on water. <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny. You, I really, no, no. I really like to. You should, you oh should see the things I thought about doing in the past when yeah. I was fasting and praying. Mm. I mean, I used to fast a lot. I mean, mm. I don't fast as much because I'm getting a little older, but yeah. lately I have been. But um, um, I just thought about, hey, why can't I fly? Right. <laughs> and I thought about, maybe I should go up to the roof and see if I could fly. And, and you know, a couple of times I thought I would actually just go up there and do it. Because, hey, why, why not? not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy idea as you go. But you know what the Lord says? He'll use the crazy things. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I always appreciated that because I've always been pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, growing up, you could ask my mom and dad how crazy I was. I mean, I, I love to be free. Right. I love to go out there and just explore. Right. I had a clubhouse underneath the viaduct on I-70. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I talked to the birds, and I talked to the animals, and I I got to know the birds and animals. I mean, there was a bird talking to me the other day. You guys are going to think I'm crazy when you hear this <laughs> podcast, but it's okay, because the Lord uses a crazy. But there was a bird that landed up on my, on my air vent the other day, and he started talking to me. So I started talking back to him, the same kind of mumbo-jumbo that he was saying. And he stayed there and stayed there and talked back, and I talked back, and I talked back, and I finally told him, hey, I have to leave. You know, I have 15 minutes to get somewhere, so. Yeah. But, you know, crazy like that. But, you know, I learned growing up that everything's important. Right. Everybody's important. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, animals are important. Uh, right. And they loved me, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of animals. Yeah. Yeah. Miles went over the other day, and he goes, um, uh, we have all kinds of those gardener snakes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I wasn't really afraid of them, but I didn't know how to handle them. Mm -hmm. So Miles showed me. He said, this is how you get them, Sister Melinda, and you get them right here, and they're not going to bite you. They bite you a little bit. It's not going to be bad. And so I was carrying a snake around, and, <laughs> and now Brother Manu tells me, Melinda, there's a snake down here. Melinda, there's a mouse. Melinda! <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, i just always been a little crazy, and, you know, the Lord uses the crazy. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with That's that. Good. Like I said, I've had my own ideas of wanted to try things but you know, <laughs> yeah you gotta, <laughs> but I was yeah. always a tomboy too so yeah. you know yeah, I, girls I, don't do some crazy things that I did but yeah. and then I like shackles get them shackles off my feet yeah we don't seem that enough right. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mary, Mary. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So those are those are man. There's so many. One day at a time. I have up here too. One day at a time. Yeah. Because you know we need to take one day at a time. Like I said, I, I find myself singing that sometimes when I'm by myself, even at work, because <laughs> I hate it sometimes at work. <laughs> and I know that with everything going on, you know, right now it's moment to moment and one day at a time. Right. You, know? yeah. you just pray that you hear the next day. Yeah, you know? that's all you can do, too, because I, I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> yeah, everything just kind of flows together now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because I'm not working anymore either, and it's just uh, it's a little crazy. Yeah. Well, I think that's an amazing testimony that um, her nephew came and spoke to you too because that kind of, that's an encouragement to other people that they can kind of get out of their comfort and go and sing a song even though you might not be the song leader all the time because right. you don't know how God can use you. Right. But God can use you. Yes. And and that's a blessing. You and you, and you blessing. never know. You never know. You never know. So, you know, you, you might not be the best singer in the world, but, yeah, but man, that song. You know, there was a time in my life where, you know, I had gotten in a wreck, a really bad wreck. Mm -hmm. And, man, I was going through so much. And I heard one song by Jackie Velasquez. Mm -hmm. And it, like, straightened up my whole trip. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just changed my whole life to where, you know, I was feeling so depressed and so so sickly and so messed up it was right. messing up my whole life that um that's one song just yeah. brought me through it yeah, yeah. worship is a, a powerful oh tool, man that so. singing the music good. Uh, mm -hmm. good. yeah and like you said you know you don't have to be the greatest singer right. i don't think in the bible you know god ever called great singers he called singers People willing you to know? willing to do it right he, you know he had singers fight a battle Right. You know, I mean... Yeah. And, and musicians. And musicians. musicians yeah. You know, and I mean, that's big. That's you know? how you fight a battle, with song. Yeah. With song, with and worship. Praise. Yeah. praise. But, yeah, no, those, those are great. You know, like I said, I remember a lot of those songs. Like I said, one day you'll have to... Well, if you ever want a copy of my tape, because I... Yeah, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you, still, you still have to... I remember I had a copy a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know whatever I happened to it. I have a lot of songs on a tape, and... Yeah. We would have to find a tape player first. Oh, I can find one, <laughs> trust me. We don't, have a, wrong, we don't have a tape guy. player anymore. I can find one. We don't have a tape player anymore. I'll, see if, mine, I'll see if mine does it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it might. Because um, I have a couple of those. Yeah, I'll definitely take one. Yeah. And I'm sure if people were listening, if they wanted that, I'm sure they'd want one, too. Right. <laughs> but, um, so is there a specific story, you know, book or person in the Bible you can relate to or read over and over? The book that I love the most is the book of Acts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's when the church started and mm -hmm. um, that's when the apostles really got to work and that's when they really had to show their faith and that's where they really started to begin to be used by God mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the gifts. And um, I love to read that book and I, I love to, to mimic it, mm -hmm. you know, because right. I figure, well, why aren't we doing that, you know? Like they I mean, yeah. why are we called apostolic if we're not going to be like we're the apostles? Not do it, yeah. right. You know, he left it. The Lord he left, left it, it all to all to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like you know, Russell, you said a while ago, uh, yeah, I'll save that for a little later time in my life. No. No, oh, yeah, you gotta want it now. No. Yeah. Right now. Right. Get on your knees and ask the Lord for the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. Don't wait. Right. No. Yeah, you're right. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's time. You're in, you're in a new church. Yeah. They need you. Yeah. They need the gifts of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. 
they need that laying hands they need that power right they need it yeah, yeah. so like I said it's some a desire and I said and maybe you know now more than ever so now more than oh, ever I, yeah I appreciate you both saying of you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh, yeah no I agree you know you yeah. said that and I was thinking about another song that you used to sing you know tomorrow but, tomorrow you know, I don't wanna <laughs> I heard that oh my gosh we were looking for songs for the playlist for church and we were going through some old gospel music and I'm on YouTube trying to find lyrics and stuff like that and I heard that song and I was like Who, where's that song I was like oh, that's Merlinda's song she used to sing that song so yeah, it was it's so most... it's sweet we haven't heard you sing it for a very long time so maybe you have to <laughs> so I said maybe if you want to make tapes man I'm more than willing yes. to take one yeah. um it's wonderful. Is there, you know, a certain scripture you hold dear to your heart? Oh, yes. I'm sure there's more than one. There's a lot of them, but um, Isaiah 43, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Since thou was my, since thou was my precious, since thou art precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee, and people for thy life. Hmm. That's beautiful. Oh man, that's what I wrote underneath the, the carpet on the altar. Oh, yeah. That's why that's I like sweet. that song too. Yes. So that's good. Mm. Yeah, it's a good song. Now I've heard that once and. Well, more than once. I just, you know, sometimes you hear them and think about it and with what we're going through. It's, it's strong, you know. And let me let me tell you a quick little testimony. Go ahead. Okay. Since I'm thinking about it, this um, the scripture about going through the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I I I had a I had a dream one night and and I woke up and and uh, I dream of a friend of ours that he was in a fire. So I got up and I prayed for him. Right. <clears throat> Anyways, I got up and I prayed for him. So the next day I called his wife and I said, well, I had a really bad dream about your husband that, that he was in a fire and he was getting burned. Mm. And she, she goes, Sister Menina, did you, did you pray for him? And I said, yeah, of course I prayed for him. Mm. And, uh, and she goes, the heater blew up on him last night. Mm. Mm. And... He was so surprised that he had fire on him and it didn't burn him. Wow. That's amazing. And I was like, mm. wow, Lord, you know, you got, you gotta, you got to think about, if the Lord wakes you up in the middle of the night, are you too lazy to get up? Mm. Because it could be life and death. Right. right. I could tell you a lot of testimonies about getting up in the middle of the night. Hey, feel free. <laughs> but anyways, um, so you never know. Yeah. You never know. If if you let the Lord use you, right. He'll use you. Yeah. Right to intercede. And yeah, and, to intercede yeah. for something you never know. Yeah. yeah, you never know for what. But just don't be too lazy. Oh yeah, yeah. you know I've I've experienced that where I've had dreams or, you know, just woken up suddenly about somebody and you know just have to pray. Yeah. You know because you don't know what's going on. Right. And you better and, pray. You know the only thing you can do is pray. That's all. And I know I've had people pray for me in those instances and. You know, it has shown when I got home. You know, they asked me questions of what happened, and I told them. They're like, "Well, 
this is what I dreamt, and this is what was going on, and that was exactly what had happened, you know, and mm-hmm. just thank God for people that can intercede. Right. Because right. honestly, I probably wouldn't be here without it. Right. You know, and that's it's a great testimony. Um, what were some of the small victories you've had in God? Now, I know small <laughs> could be nothing compared to what I know, you know, you've been through and, you know, with family and everything from miracles and so on. But, you know, you can pick and choose. I'm sure you can uh, be here all night. <laughs> there's not any small miracles, I right. mean, because everything's a miracle. And really, it's not really that they're small either. I know. You know, they might seem small to some part of somebody, but they're a big thing to, you know, those that are involved. Right. I think a, a small thing is, is just like I said, to be observant, so that when you, when the Lord deals with you to pray for somebody, that, that, you need to do it, and just be observant and people just mm-hmm. watch them and look at them. Right. Maybe you know something's going on that you should, you should pray with them and let the Lord use you to speak to them and tell them what's wrong. Right. So that's another gift of the Spirit, you know, right. just uh, being able to do that. Right. So, uh, and I've I've learned through through the years that I don't lay hands easily, mm-hmm. and I don't pray easily. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they've called me to the altar to pray for certain people, and it's just not there at the time. Right. Uh, I I like to hear the Lord. Have to be led by God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can you can go mess with people at the altar. You can go over there, mm-hmm. and you can whatever make yourself look good or whatever. Um, but God's got to be behind it. Right. right. He does. He really does. And if you go mess with people that have bad spirits or something, you're messing with the wrong, the wrong thing if you're not ready. Right. So you got to be real, real vigilant and and uh, know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even love will conquer that. I mean, yeah. If you love people enough and you love that person, hey, yeah. when you go up there, the Lord's going to use you too. So. That's right. And sometimes, I mean, I've been there a few times where we pray for people, and you don't necessarily have to speak to them a word of anything you just pray with them right you just support them you just pray for them and and that god works with them get over that hurdle yeah yeah whatever they're going through yeah so it's good so that's a help too yeah Mm -hmm. um be jesus that's if someone leaves the lord seek them seek them and pray for them Mm -hmm. if someone leaves the lord don't let them leave. That's yeah. not supposed to. Don't you know. let them leave. You, you, you seek them out. Right. You seek them out because you never know what they left for or why or mm-hmm. what's going on. or Because um, the world's not a good place for them to go back to. Right. Because the devil comes in there and he just yeah. takes advantage <clears throat> right away. Oh, man, that's a child of the king. Right. <laughs> I'm going over there. You know, you, right. you bring that up and, you know, we recently had a loss. And it affected everybody. And it made me think of, you know, I need to do more. I know, you know, we're not, no, we're supposed to be our brother's keeper. Right. A long time ago, I didn't believe that, you know, because I didn't want to have to deal with that. But now I've learned more and more that 
you know, we have to be because we're not promised tomorrow. Right. Like I said, with that loss, it just woke me up and, you know, I just felt that you need to reach out more to, you know, those that have left and those that are seeking because now's the time more than ever. Right. Right. It's time to work. So that's, that's big. And he doesn't like us and he doesn't like our families and so... Yeah, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We all know that, you know, and he'll he'll do anything he can to, mm-hmm. to cause even more trouble and separation, especially for the children of God. Yeah, yep, he's after us all the time. Yeah. Uh, we got to learn how to fight our battles. Yeah. This is how I fight my battle. <laughs> and like I said, it's just important that, you know, yeah, we do seek them out and we do try to bring yeah. them back. And I think that's something where we, we don't give up on them, no matter how long, you know, it's been or how, how far they've gone or whatever. We just continue to pray for them, continue to seek the Lord for them because the Lord never leaves you and right. never forsakes you. And you're still a child of God, mm-hmm. no matter where you go, no matter what you do. That's something that I always teach in my Sunday school classes. I remind them that it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to make mistakes. Right. It doesn't matter how far you go. God will never leave you. That's right. They never, he never forsakes you. You always will have God with you, no matter what you do. He's always there. Right. And he's always ready. You know, he's ready for you to, to do things better and get get better. You can make it better. But that's my, my Sunday school voice. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. I hear it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Lord the other day uh, used me to speak to the church. And, and one of the things he said was, I have graven you into the palm of my hand. I'm never going to let you go. Right. And, you know, he, he has these holes in his hands. Right. And that's where we're, we're filling his hands up, you know. Yeah. He's never going to let us go. Right. You know, um, sometimes I, I tell my daughters that because, you know, some of them have strayed and some of them stray sometimes. And um, they're, they're, they're his. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It do, it doesn't matter. He's always there and willing to take you back. Right. And he will. And he loves you. He'll take you back with open arms and he'll just love you up and be such yeah. a great father because that's who he is. Right. Yeah. Amen. And sometimes we forget that because when you do walk away, you think about, well, you know, I'm not worthy to come back. Right. Or I'm afraid <laughs> to be judged. Right. Or, you know, but who cares? Who cares? God's forgiving. And, you know, like you said, he's welcoming with open arms. Right. You know, it's just like the prodigal son, right? Right. You know, he went and did his thing. and His own brother. His own brother was the one that was, you know, and I, I even came to that point at sometimes in church where, like, I've been here the whole time, you know? Right. What, what, <laughs> do I, you know, do I have to go out there? and? But you don't. It's been there the whole time for you. Mm-hmm. You're there, and you just got to open up and receive it. Right. You know, these other people that come back, we should be just as welcoming. That's you know, it. Because it's a victory that they're back. Right. So, yeah. And but it could just be that one time that they come back that they didn't get what they needed, the love they needed. Right. Right. We got to love. Because we got to rejoice with them. people look at you funny. Right. right. Don't worry about what they did. Just be glad they're here. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I, I agree with that. I read that the other day in, in Luke, and it was, they rejoiced. You rejoice with them when they're home, because they're home. My son has come home. He was once dead, but now he's alive again. They're home. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So, mm-hmm. anyway, 
Um, yeah. We talked about little things. I'll just kind of kind of put a little bit out there that the Lord's done for me in my lifetime. Just, yeah. just because I I went to school in my life. I didn't graduate. Mm-hmm. I had a baby mm-hmm. early, right. and um, I went to a little bit of college, and then I went to Barber College. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a hairstyling shop for a few years. I um, I went to own a baby and children's store for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, having babies in between all this, mm-hmm. and I worked for a publisher for a few years. I've been published, and then I went to go teach art at a library, at a lot of libraries for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And I did all of this without school. Mm-hmm. And it's everything that I've wanted to do through my life. The Lord's put it right there. Right. Right. He just made a way for you. He's just made a way. Mm-hmm. He's just made a way. It's just uh, pretty mir- miraculous. Right. Of uh, beings that I haven't had any schooling. Mm-hmm. And um, th- th- those are little things, but yeah. you know they, um, you know even even Brother Manuel. I mean he he went to school and everything, but. If we wouldn't have came to the Lord, I know I know all these things wouldn't have happened. You know, He gave us a good life. He gave us a life that we could pay our bills and and we can raise kids and in the midst of everything and right. and you could be a good mother and you can be there to feed them and clothe them and even school them. Right. Mm-hmm. And and He's made a way. Right. He's a way maker. He's a way maker. So you know, if you serve the Lord, I mean, He makes uh, miracles happen that you never, you never could imagine. Right. So those are some little things, but you know, yeah, big, I, I think back through my life and I'm like, wow, I did all these things, right? And I didn't even have schooling. Mm-hmm. I became a teacher at some schools. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Who does that? <laughs> 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 yeah. And and I have to say. That I've been a pretty good teacher. Yeah. I've gotten yeah. awards and yeah. I even got an award for my store that I had. It was the best store, yeah. the best children's store in Denver. Wow. I had a big awards <laughs> sitting behind, that, yeah. behind my counter. So, yeah. you know, hey, yeah. who else but the Lord would do that for you? Right. And that's encouragement right there because I think there's a lot of people who, who grew up and you might make some mistakes when you're younger or whatever, but God, if you have God on your side, then it's going to be all right. Well, it's okay. Yeah. It's going to be all you right. Know, if that's something you desire, you know, God gives you the desires of your heart. Right. It's being you know. faithful. It's good. And now it's here good. I am in this pandemic, <laughs> filling my, my, all my walls with art, yeah. Feel yeah. my own art, and, mm. and I'm finally finishing that novel yeah. that I wrote a few years back that yeah. I haven't had time to finish. So now we've got nothing but time. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's good. That's good. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, like I said, it might be small to some, but it's big to you because it's showing you what you came from and what God has been able to do for you, regardless right. of the situation, where right. you come from, right. you know, what pedigree you have, you know, whether you have a you know, degree, degree or not. Right. You know, God, hey, he it's my child, yeah. you know, and here it is. He yeah. She doors. wanted it, I'm going to give it to her. That's good. You know, and that's great. Yeah, and then if you love people, they... They see it, and they're there. They right. want to be. They want to be where you're at. Right. You know, and that's the way kids are, too. Mm-hmm. And they see it more than anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, they they know there's something different about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they see it from the buggies. And, mm-hmm. 
from the little baby chairs and you know so yeah anyway good. spread uh, the love <laughs> um no, you want to go on with that or you want to go on to the next question you can go on <clears throat> okay um i'm gonna kind of put this into three questions <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we know that the faith, we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, hope is every. You know, hope is something that everyone has a little hope, hope in. You know, uh, what have you hoped for, that has come to fruition? What can you say to our listeners or someone close to you, to keep hope alive? Because sometimes it does get discouraging, especially during these times. Also, knowing God works in His own time. You know. What is something God has done for you dramatically to increase your faith? Because faith and hope tie in together. You know, there's a scripture in Matthew 17, 20. says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto the mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. You know, knowing God said this, how would you test that faith? What mountains in your life would you move right now? This question is all about faith, all about, you know, hope and, you know, what can you say that God has done for you through faith, through hope, and what can you tell listeners to, you know, have hope and faith in? Wow. It's it's it's, it's a loaded, lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot and I I put a but, lot here, but But yes. I but I know like I said, just growing up, you know, you're my aunt. I know what, somewhat of what you've been through and, you know, some of the things that have happened. And I know that that question's loaded, but I'm sure you have a loaded answer. So. It's good. It's, it's good. We're, we're going to sit back and, and listen. So that was part one with Merlinda Hernandez. Uh, stay tuned. But we'll have part two where she shares a lot of things that uh, God has done in her personal life and miracles that she has seen and been a part of. So I hope you guys have a good week. Um, stay tuned, stay focused, stay safe, and have a good week. <laughs>